You are listening to 19 Before 20, a podcast chronicling our year of adventure. This is episode 5 for March 20th, 2016. So, hey Kat, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, how are you doing, Abby? I'm good. Um, this was kind of a crazy week. It's like one of those weeks where there are three holidays all in a row. And so, oh, not really <laughs> holidays, but like three, three cool days. days. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was yeah. Pi Day on the 14th. Mm-hmm. And then the 15th was the Ides of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the 17th, I think, was St. Patrick's Day. But Yeah, uh, 17th at St. Patrick's. Yeah. So it was just yeah. kind of all packed in. Did you, did you celebrate all three of those? I, I celebrated Pi Day. And then for the Ides of March, I had a Caesar salad. So I think that kind right. of counts, maybe. I think it counts. Yeah, I stabbed it with my fork, like. <laughs> Close enough. I've had it multiple times. <laughs> um, and then I kind of forgot it was St. Patrick's Day, so I didn't wear green. And someone oh. tried to pinch me, and I almost punched them in the face. I was like, "We're not in kindergarten anymore. You, you, you don't totally don't pinch people." Oh, idiots! That's a pain. What about you? Did you do anything crazy, wild, and fun? I, I probably could have gotten a pie for Pie Day because I was at home this week or last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I didn't. It oh. said I wore a shirt though that said "Pi greater than you" oh. in the form of a sorority, like with sorority lettering. Mm-hmm. So I always thought like "Pi whatever Pi." Whenever I see "Pi" on a sorority shirt, I'm like, "Are you enough of a like that?" That seems like a little bit nerdy for that. It, it kind of does, yeah. Which um, I mean, not to say that you can't be in a sorority and be nerdy, but the sororities I'm speaking of are considered social sororities, so. Mm-hmm. Your thing isn't math, usually. But, I mean, it could be. Anyway, moving on. Um, the Ides of March, I actually didn't realize it was Ides of March until, like, the very end of the day when oh. someone, like, mentioned it. So, I did not celebrate. I, did, I don't think I had a salad that day. Oh, no. Maybe it, maybe I'll have to, like, celebrate it twice next year. <laughs> two Caesar salads. And then St. Patrick's Day, I wore green, but that's oh, about it. good for you. Did you do stuff for St. Patrick's Day when you were a kid? Um, well, I was just thinking when I was like in first grade or second grade, me and one of my best friends, um, we made like leprechaun traps to, you know, try to catch a leprechaun because they would give us your gold or something. I don't, I'm not entirely sure what the the rationale was, but like we created this really very intricate, uh, leprechaun trap in my mom's classroom. And then my mom was like, oh, you guys need to go down to, like, my friend's mom's classroom because I have to do something and I'm going to lock the door. And so she locked the door. And then we came back later and, like, there was, like, gold coins all in the trap. And we were like, oh, Leprechaun has been here. Oh, man, we missed it. And all that kind of stuff. So, but that was about the extent of my celebration. What about you? See, um, my, I think it was my mom who did this. She used to, like, dye the milk green and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then what my brother, I think, made a habit of doing was messing up. So my room was rarely clean as a child. Mm-hmm. But when it was clean on St. Patrick's Day, like, they would, like, knock things over and be like, oh, man, it was a leprechaun. <laughs> and I totally, like, I believed it up until at some point where I had seen Austin, my, my oldest brother, mm-hmm. like, knocking stuff over. I guess he was mad at me. I probably, I, I'm sure I did something. Um, <laughs> but... Yes, we had a leprechaun who just wrecked havoc in the house, making everything green, or milk green, not sour green, but, you know, just green. Yeah. I, I have a memory of being in kindergarten and thinking I saw a leprechaun running around the playground, 
which I'm sure was just my like overactive imagination, but I remember being like, it's behind the swing set, and my friend and I would run over and try to get them, and then, like, no, it's by the, pl- like, the, the slide, and she was also very imaginative, so she was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I see it over there. <laughs> so I'm sure our teacher just thought we were uh, crazy, though. I mean, she was a kindergarten teacher. She saw plenty of that. Yeah. We just run over here, look over there, run over there. Anyway, so I never caught it, though. Anyway, so uh, what did you do this week for your new thing this week? Well, um, I am, like I've mentioned, I'm majoring in computer science, and I really want to do some sort of focus in, like, robotics or maybe artificial intelligence, because I just think that's so cool. Uh, And so I got the chance to apply an interview for a research position in a robotics lab, Um, and what they do in the lab is they... Uh, do research on ro- uh, robots that help. Um, like they're right now, they're making a robot that teaches fifth graders multiplication, and not like what? five times three, but like thirteen times one hundred and thirty-three, or some like crazy numbers like that. And so they're collecting data on like if the uh, the fifth graders enjoy using the robot more, or this just like a, a workbook like with paper, and then what's if they're actually learning it and stuff like that. And so then they're also doing research um, with robotics and how it can help the elderly. So um, the robots can help like with interaction with the elderly who uh, are lonely sometimes, and then like to help prevent old people from falling and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. And I got to go down there on Tuesday and I interviewed for the position, and I got it. So now I get to work with robots, which is super cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Now, how does it teach fifth graders multiplication or, like, keep someone from being lonely? Does it, like, talk to them or something? Um, well, with the, multiple, with the um, math robot, from what I've seen, I haven't gotten a chance to, like, actually interact with the robot yet because they have, they're, like, using it for data, and so it's usually in one of the grad students' cars. But, um... It's like it has the little face and then it will put the like multiplication problem up on the on its screen and the students like press the correct answer. And if they get it wrong, then it like pulls up a hint and helps them like talk it through them, uh, talk them through it. And then if they get it right, it like does a little happy dance or something like that. So, yeah, it's really exciting. They have like this um, robot. They have to. They did tests with different, like, ro- robot voices to see which one sounded more appealing and not really creepy. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's, yeah, I'm super excited about it. That's really cool. And I know you're, you're into, like, the artificial intelligence. So, that's really cool that you get to work in a research lab. Yeah. And I think you said you had a small second thing that you oh, did. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> Friday and Saturday of this week were, like, a special day at 7-Eleven where you could bring in a any sort of container. It had to be, like, within a certain size, but any sort of container, and then fill it with slushy for $1.50. Um, so I was super excited about that because I love slushies, but the nearest 7-Eleven is not for a solid hour and a half away. And so I was like, you guys, like, if you go with me to 7-Eleven, I will drive. And so I drove three hours yesterday to get slushies. Oh my and so we got them and then we went to some weird park that's because it's, it's in this really small town. I think only uh, small towns have 7-Elevens. That's 
maybe like it's in the charter of 7-Eleven, it's only in small towns. So we went to like the park in the small town and it took like half an hour to get there. And so my slushie was all the way melted by the time we got there. And it was really sad, but that is really sad. yeah, but it was super, ex- I mean, the, the slushie was good. The melted part was, it was still good, but yeah, that was my, my mini adventure for the week. Well, now, you know, uh, to next time you go to Seven Eleven. Uh, not a sponsor, by the way, unfortunately, <laughs> um, to bring a cooler with you or something. Oh, I should have done that. Should have or, um, or just come to Pennsylvania where it's freezing and it won't it won't melt. Oh, perfect it's idea. Yeah, like thirty five degrees right now. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's 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 the first day of spring. Not okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I can tell you about the thing I did this week. Yeah, please. So. My aunt is really into yoga. Mm-hmm. She's she's very much into, like, uh, natural health things. So, you know, she has, like, the kale smoothies every morning, that kind of thing. She's she's very into that. Um, and so one of the things she's been doing is yoga. And I just want to give a, like, brief uh, disclaimer. I know that the yoga that I was doing uh, was not necessarily yoga in its original form, which focused more on spirituality, meditation, and religion. I know it originated in India and has appeared in many Eastern religions, but the kind I was doing was not. This type of yoga is more of a, like, fancy stretching and method of, like, learning how to relax, um, not really meditating or entering another realm of being. So I did the yoga where you watch a white person do it on YouTube and try not to roll your eyes as she says, uh, namaste. So maybe that makes me too critical of it, but it was, I think it's necessary to preface this with a brief disclaimer. So um, I did it with my aunt. Uh, it was about 30 minutes. And it was actually pretty nice. Um, I'm interested in exploring it further. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so it was not the biggest new thing to do, but mm-hmm. uh, it also got me to research it a little bit because I'd heard some of the controversy that people are saying um, it's appropriation, it's various things, and I'm not sure what I think. I think it was the way we were doing it was just an exercise. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it is actually would be actually yoga or just fancy stretching. <laughs> but it was my first time doing yoga, which she's been she had been asking me to do it with her. Mm-hmm. Or, not asking me to do it with her, but um, offering for me to do it with her um, over Christmas break, which was like a month long for me, a month and a half maybe. It was obnoxiously long. Um, and I just never did it. So I decided this week, you know, why not? Yeah. Did you, and, did uh, you, did you feel calmer, sorry. like, once you did it? or did... Well, I think... My biggest thing was I was just watching her the whole, like, my aunt, not the screen. I was oh. like, wait, am I doing it right? Uh-huh. Is it? And she was just like, no, you're really good at the, like, sitting cat position. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that was actually the name of one. I don't think I felt calmer necessarily. But uh, I think that partially I stood, maybe, maybe it was the first time I did it. So I was kind of like, is this, is this right? Why are the dogs barking at me? <laughs> the dogs were very uncomfortable with it. Well, my dog was, my aunt's dog is uh, pretty used to it. But my dog kind of just like looked at us like, what are, are you, are you guys okay? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so now on to the, it's a wonderful week segment. Oh yeah. What did you do this week, Abby? Well, I watched, um, what may be now known as my favorite movie of all time. Um, yeah. it was so good. It's called Ratatouille. Um, Oh my God. <laughs> I heard this from you. Okay, so it's not Ratatouille, it's Ratatouille. Yeah, and it's about uh, this rat that has a restaurant in Brazil, 
and he oh. loves to cook. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not in France. No, it's not in France. It's completely different than ratatouille. Oh, of course, <laughs> um, completely and, different rat. Yeah, th- yeah. So it's a rat that loves to cook, and he has a restaurant in Brazil. And all of the rats are like, just, they love his food and they, they don't understand how his food is so much better than all the other rat restaurants throughout the city. But it turns out that this rat uh, sneaks into human restaurants and steals their food to use for his ingredients. So it's Wait, like, so he has a rat restaurant in the rat world. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah. So it's his own, like only rats go to that restaurant. But then it turns out that he steals food from human restaurants and then makes his recipes with it. And that's why they're so good. And um, I was doing a little research because, like, it's it's probably the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. It's The animation is really poorly done. Um, the, <laughs> the rats... You've got to watch this over the summer. Yes, we do. I'll, I, have, I have it on DVD now. I bought it for $0.31 cents on Amazon. So, okay, I guess yeah. like $31. <laughs> Um, it apparently was originally done, like, it was written and, um, like, made in Portuguese, and so they dubbed it into English, and that's why that the rats, like, mouths don't match up with their words, which, yeah, I feel a little better about that, um, but it's like, (laughs) you're like, this wasn't just a mistake. (laughs) It's part of a, like, a series of knockoffs of blockbuster movies, um, and so they usually release them at the same time as the film to like try to cash in on the buzz since the name is so similar to like Ratatouille. So it's like the same companies made things like Braver, uh, Transmorphers, <laughs> Age of the Hobbits. It's I, I kind of love the Braver one. Like you think you're brave. I'm braver. I'm braver. So it's just that about a girl like in not Scotland. Yeah. It's a girl in you know Ireland maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, can't compare those two. I think that's offensive. <laughs> oh, oops. Sorry, Scottish <laughs> slash Irish people. Who are definitely listening. To yeah, this. yeah. Um, we had like five listens on SoundCloud. I know. We're killing it. Um, yeah, if you're listening right now, you should email us. Let us uh, know. 19before20 at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at 19before20. Yeah, it's... The movie's very poorly made, and it's beautiful. It's only 44 minutes long. Um, oh, nice. And the first, no joke, the first 15 minutes are, like, different groups of rats all saying pretty much the same thing, which is like, wow, this food is so good. Oh, this yeah. food is so good. And then there's three interpretive dance scenes throughout the movie, uh, and then there's one scene that they repeat, like, four or five times just throughout. Like, they don't even, like, change it. They'll cut it down just a little bit, but it's the same exact scene. So okay. you've been saying this movie is terrible, but I'm convinced that this is like it is. I'm I'm giving uh, it ten out of ten. Movie. It's it's so good. I'm giving it ten out of ten Peggy's. Okay, okay, wait a second. <laughs> How many Peggy's are you actually giving it? I'm giving it ten out of ten Peggy's. I love it. You've messed up the scale now. Oh, I'm sorry. It has one point six stars on IMDb, but I think it, so it is worth. 10. In reality, it has about two Peggy's. Ugh. Okay. Ten Abby Peggy's and two cat Peggy's. <laughs> okay. This is I don't know if our method of braiding is gonna be able to stick super <laughs> So my thing for uh, It's a Wonderful Loop is also a movie. It's by Signa Baumin, who I believe is Latvian, and it combines animation and stop motion in a really brilliant way. It tells the story of Baumin and four women in her family who battled with depression that manifested in various ways. 
there's this like monster-esque personification of suicide, which sounds like it wouldn't really work, but Batman pulls it off really well. Um, it's a really valuable movie to watch if you or like someone you know has depression, but uh, consider this your trigger warning. It is about suicide and depression very heavily, um, and so it can be somewhat hard to watch at times in terms of the subject matter. It's not like it's bloody or anything, mm-hmm. but um, it's a really amazingly done film. There's like stop motion as the background, and then the people are animated in. Ooh. So it's really like really cool to just like look at. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman, she's an artist, and her story is in the film, um, along with these other women in her family mm-hmm. who have each had depression. She doesn't want to fall into the same um, fate of that depression that they did, and uh, it's a really cool uh, way of doing this almost documentary style film, but it's animated. So I think uh, if I were giving it Peggy's, I would give it probably seven out of ten Peggy's. Wow. I still think it's better than Ratatouille, probably, but I haven't seen it, so, you know. Um, is it on Netflix? Where did you watch it? Oh, I actually went with my sister to a screening of it at my old high school. Oh, It was open okay. to the public. It wasn't like I just, like, creeped into my old high school. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my teachers, one of my former teachers, she actually told me about it, and she was like, you probably would like this. So mm-hmm. I went to a screening of it. The actual filmmaker is going to be at the school, um, like, March 30th. So hopefully my sister will go to that and ask questions and stuff. But since I'll be back in – I'm in Pennsylvania now, so I can't go back down to South Carolina for an hour. No. drive. You could. I mean – You really I want to. I glasses. <laughs> um, and also have to drive 10 hours again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was not fun. Um, but yeah, so that was my It's a Wonderful Week. So I was thinking um, this week for the outro, we could talk about maybe how we met and became friends because it's kind of an interesting story. Um, do you want to explain it a little bit? Okay, so we both went to the same summer camp, which we both work at now, um, as counselors in training. Uh, there were two two summers of that. So the first one, it was like the first half of the counselors and training program. And I think you were there before I was. Mm-hmm. I got there before um, you did. So we'll both give her like accounts of what happened. <laughs> so I think most of the people in our, we were in tents at this point. Most people in our tent were already there. So I come in and I'm like, this is great. I'm going to introduce myself as Kat, even though I've gone by Kathleen all this time because Kat is cooler than Kathleen. It's a whole thing. That's a, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> But anyway, I come in and I like start moving in to the tent and I like have, I'm doing my um, sleeping bag and you and a couple of younger girls who were also in the CIT program, um, who were, they were a few, a number of years younger than both of us. Yeah. So it was a little bit, a different level of maturity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, I mean, we were, we were both in like, what? We going were going into 11th grade. Yeah, going into 11th grade. Year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we were super mature, but we were. We a were a little bit more than like an eighth grader. Yeah, yeah, they um, were much younger than us. Yeah. So you were there and you were talking with the other mm-hmm. um, people in the cabin, and I was going there and I'm like, I'm going to make friends with everyone. It's going to be so great. <laughs> and I just remember we like played a game, and I don't remember any like negative anything from you. I was like, I think I asked who, like, how old other people or what grade you guys were in or something. Uh huh. And I was like, Cool, I'm going to be friends with all of these people. But um, the time that I remember us actually connecting was when we both were in a canoe together. 
Because I think we were, oh, yes. like, we were learning how to teach people how to canoe. Slash yes. we were just canoeing because it's fun. And we paired up. Um, still don't know you very well, but then we were talking on the canoe. And it was great. And we talked about books and stuff and found that we have like a lot of similarities mm-hmm. from what we were reading at the time. And also I think we found that we had like a mutual friend because I was going to an art school. So it was like, well, we have a connection already. Um, and I think I just remember talking about books and you reading a book that I had recently read. You were reading Eleanor and Park. Oh, yeah. And I I think I had read that. Yeah, because I remember reading it and I saw it on your bed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to talk to this person. I think that's why I asked you to be my canoe partner. It was because of, like, I saw that book. Maybe, maybe. I'm, I might be misremembering. But <laughs> yeah, we had similar tastes in books at the time. Slash we both disliked books. And, um, yeah, so that's what I remember. Yeah, I, uh, well, I definitely remember starting out a little bit differently. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got there before you. Um, and then the two other girls were in our tent. And, like, I started talking to them, and we were really hitting it off. And I was like, wow, like, these girls are going to be, like, my friends throughout the entire thing, and it's going to go really well. And, like, I've already started, like, I've already found my friends for this week, so I'm, like, everything's perfect. This is going to be great. And then you came in the tent, and you were just so perky. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to ruin it for me. They're going to like her better, and I'm not. I'm just not going to have any friends. So I was... I was quite angry at you um, for a little bit there, but I didn't pick up any of that. I was just like, I'm friends with everyone. And you're like, I hate you. I hate you. But I think it kind of got better that night because you were, we were doing like riddles. And so you had all these riddles that you were trying to to ask us. And so it was really fun. And I was like, "Ah, I guess she's pretty cool. Like I can, I guess I can like her a little bit. And then we got in the canoe together, and I was like, oh, this girl. This girl is super awesome. Because, um, like, yeah, like you said, we had a lot of similar book tastes, and we were just – our personalities went together really well. So I was like, yeah, okay. So then, you know, that was also when we started to get to know the the other two girls better mm-hmm. uh, and realized that they were – like, we were kind of at a different – point in our lives like where they were still younger than us so they were still in some some of those phases that we had grown out of um actually I remember we the like the very first day we had like this very long conversation about murdering one of our our tent mates but like it was a joke but then it really wasn't a joke after that and we were like oh god who who knew that that actually was what was going to happen You say as though we actually killed someone. We did kill someone. Someone's dead because of us. We buried them behind some of the tents. Oh, Uh, man, I forgot about that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, No, as I recall, I think that at the point where you were probably like, oh, man, this girl, she's so, like, cheesy or something, Mm -hmm. was when I, I, like, pulled out a game of story cubes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we're all going to play this game that, like, it has, like, cubes, and they have pictures on them, and you tell the story in, like, a circle. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's like the first memory I have of that week. Also, we started singing the song Lovely Ladies. Oh, yeah, from Layman. I don't know how or when that started. <laughs> that's not camp appropriate. It, it did. It's not camp appropriate. It's a song about prostitutes. It's a very sad song, actually, when you listen to it. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so we were singing that song. I, I feel bad for our counselor looking back at it. <laughs> Although I don't know if she was familiar with No, I don't I don't think she really understood was that, that. Was that before the movie came out? No, no, that was after. It was after okay. 
Anyway. But yeah, I looking back on it now, I was like super lucky that you actually came into the the tent because it's been three, almost four years at this point, and I'm like, cat, it's just she's my BFF, my Biffle, best friends for yeah. life, man. So. Yeah, no, I'm really thankful that they put us in the same tent, which I guess probably had to do with the fact that we were about the same age. They probably yeah. did it like, but you know, it wasn't the counselors; it was fate. It was fate, destiny. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if we actually went to any of the same programs as children and just yeah didn't just remember, didn't, didn't realize it. it. <laughs> because, but your name isn't Katie. I had a girl who I was like, we're gonna be pen pals, and we wrote two letters to each other. <laughs> it's like, oh. and then there was another girl. So I think, I'm sure there are, like, pictures somewhere on, like, our home computer mm-hmm. that we, like, scanned in or something. I don't remember her name. I just have, like, a vague memory of her. Maybe and then there was me. a girl who, yeah, exactly. I mean, there was a girl who called herself organic. Oh. She was vegan. But she was like, I'm organic. And looking back at it, that's kind of disturbing. Because, you know, you call, like, a chicken or something. Mm-hmm. That organic. Organic. And I'm like, what were your parents doing? Anyway. That's a whole other rabbit hole. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I decided to go back to camp and that you were also there. Mm-hmm. Because I hadn't been in a few years. I don't think I had either. It, But, it, yeah, it was a good decision. It, good for, for past Abby and, and Kat making that decision. Yeah, go you guys. Shout out to the past. <laughs> <laughs> so a quick shout out uh, to our friend Jules. She has put us on her blog as a thing she's loving in the month of March. So if you are from Jules' blog, if you came from her suggestion, maybe shoot us an email. Uh, that'll be in the description, or send us a tweet at 19420. Um, and you may have heard us talk about Mako before. So Mako and Jules are the same person. <laughs> it's, it's another one of the camp things. She's a fellow camp counselor. She's a little bit older than us, though. But she has a really cool blog. I just checked it out yesterday. I didn't know it existed before then. I think she's, like, revamping it. But she mentioned us. So thanks. Thanks, Jules. Check that out. Or check us out. You know, email us, tweet us. Um, Thanks for listening. This concludes our episode of 19 Before 20. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Peace.